Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. On this episode of the No Chill Podcast, we're calling all dogs. It's one thing to talk a good game, but we're coming at the players that bring it every night. Those gritty, grimy, hungry dudes with no back down and no quit. To do that, we have Etiwanda High School standout and incoming UCLA recruit, Jalen Clark. Jalen attacks his opponent on the defensive side of the ball and scores it at a high clip as well. For Gil, he knows all about that dog mentality, what it takes to truly earn the label, and what it means when you see one coming at you in a defensive stance. Make no mistake about it, for Agent Zero, it's no small task. So if you consider yourself a dog, you better be ready to prove it at all times. It's a No Chill Podcast. Remember to subscribe to us on the Himalaya platform or wherever you get your podcasts. Also be sure to subscribe to the No Chill channel on YouTube. And also be sure to check out No Chill with Gilbert Arenas every Monday, 8 p.m. Eastern on Fubo TV. Welcome to No Chill with Gilbert Arenas. I'm Mike Botticello. That's Gilbert Arenas in a fresh J. Rich. Is that, is that signed on the back? Of course. Oh, I know. We All my jerseys are signed. I mean, I don't wear just regular jerseys like probably you. Actually, don't, I don't wear jerseys. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, you know, if you did, it probably wouldn't be signed. It'd just be like some... I, if I had a signed jersey, I wouldn't wear it. You frame that. I know. This was before I frame it. I You're just the only it. person that wears the signed yes. jersey. Like it. Sounds feel good, my man Jay Rich, the city. But those colors, the blue and gold, we have Jalen Clark here today. Blue and gold, UCLA incoming freshman. Yes, sir. Yes, Welcome sir. to the show. <laughs> All right. Pac-12, I don't know if that's going to be a problem. Pac-10. Pac-10 in your day, Pac-12 now. Mm-hmm. That's a throwback for you. There were only 10 teams <laughs> in the know, conference at that point. What did they add Utah and something else? Utah and Colorado. There yeah. you go. So, so Jalen uh, is from... Rancho Cucamonga went to Etiwanda in high school. First team All-CIF, All-State here in California. 30-4 and four senior season. It ended. The point is that, that season's over. On we go to UCLA. So some schools that uh, made offers to you were UNLV, USC, Colorado, Cal, Illinois, Boise State. But you chose UCLA. Yeah. Why was that? Um, I originally wanted to go to Colorado from the jump. But because that was before Mick Cronin had everything figured out and I was ready to pull the trigger. But I transferred from my last high school to Etiwanda and that hurt me the way I left there and everything. So then I was playing the senior season with really nothing like because the way I left and everything. And Mick came out and watched me play and I didn't miss a shot that game. I was blocking everything and then he wanted me right there and it was just, that was it from the start. But you had these choices. Eventually, sure. you, you decided on the home, basically the hometown school. What went into that decision? Uh, he, he wanted me. He, he made it very obvious that he wanted me. And I feel like I can play there in his system and how he is. He likes defensive guys. Like, there's grimy people that get up, don't mind doing dirty work. So that's the type of player I know I am. So I feel like I can thrive there. But now where you're going to be, close to home yeah. in L.A., Gil, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Or maybe both? I mean, it's a good thing for... <clears throat> College, 
you know, when you're a college kid, you don't have the pressure of being on your own, you know, going through, you know, the struggles of what, you know, college basketball kids, you know, or athletes themselves go through financially. So, you know, you can fall back on mom and pops, sure. you know what I mean? So, you know, that, that, that kind of helps. And, you know, just having your supporting cast with you, you know, kind of help to keep you, keep your confidence up. Um, you know, UCLA is high profile program. So, you know, you're going to be on TV, you're going to be on prime time. So all from there, you just do you. Yeah, for sure. And even playing in LA, obviously, I think being in a major city in college is a rare thing. If you think about it, like New yeah, York. Yeah, most of them were in the middle of nowhere. Right. Most college, like Arizona's in its own like town. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're in yeah. Tucson. Yeah. You know, you know, but that's usually what, what college most was about. Colleges, just, yeah. you know, small towns yeah. and UCLA and USC is prime. Yeah, for sure. You know, you, you just prime. You know, but you also do location. share the light with a lot of other, the Lakers, the Clippers, a lot of other teams too. Yeah, LA but you Rams. know, they, they, you know, with UCLA because of you know the past and um, the history there, yeah. they stand on their own. Yeah, for sure. You know, you know, if you, you especially if you since to, they were winning in this year, it came back to life. Yeah, you know, from yeah. I mean, LA is Lakers, UCLA. Yeah, and the Clippers. Maybe. I was gonna say, is Clippers yeah. in front of USC? Yeah. In front of USC? USC is low. Yes, I mean football. I mean, I'm thinking USC football. U.S. Oh yeah, basketball. Yeah, no. yeah, basketball. basketball. Yeah, USC basketball. No, I mean Kings is probably what they have to be. When it comes to the basketball, I mean just goal. just just sports itself. Yeah, Lakers, Kings, oh, UCLA. The Dodgers or up there in LA. Lakers, UCLA. Oh, Kings. Dodgers. Yeah, Dodgers. Yeah. I mean, you top four. Yeah, top four. You know, so that's 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 amazing. Yeah. When you have like prime, you know, organizations. Sure. And the crazy thing about. Westwood in LA. Westwood is a village. It's Westwood it's, Village. Yeah. So when you're there, it feels like you're it removed like from all of LA. It feels like a little town. Yeah, it's crazy. It has a different vibe in there for sure. Yeah. So if you th talk about places like Boise State, you know, you go to that campus and there's really nothing around you. Mm -hmm. You don't ever leave that. But if you leave the Westwood Village, like, whoa, I'm on, yeah. you know, I'm Sunset Boulevard or I'm Santa Monica by the beach. Yeah. That's, that's the crazy thing too. Like, I've never been to... Like I live in a good middle class area, but I never been to where you go walk off and it's Gucci, Fendi, Prada, <laughs> Mastros. Like there ain't no Wendy's right there on the camp. Like you have to go get away to see all that. So that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, man, you got Mastros and all that right next to you. Right. It's right I mean, there. that 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 is a selling point for yeah. UCLA. More importantly, you got In and Out yeah. and Chick Fil A right there. That's a selling point for yeah, it. I don't know why sure. they don't use that in their brochures. For sure. It's like, yeah, you know, we got, you know, we got Mastro's right next to the campus. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have McDonald's yeah. like they do down at UC, yeah. USC. Yeah. We got Mastro's right here. Yeah, Come on down here and get, yeah. <laughs> get you some free gift cards. <laughs> and even being in LA, Gil, you would know this, that it's just, it's a different culture here for any other college experience, let alone the basketball experience. You, right. you, you, you put all these layers into it and UCLA, I mean, it's a stand-up program. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the the history here, the training here, you know, you know, UCLA players are fortunate because in the summer, all NBA players Rico come Hines. in. Rico all of you know, Rico, you know, Rico Hines now with all the pros coming, they get that pro experience. They get to really test their skills to see where it's at. Yeah. You know, and I'm pretty sure a lot of players went up against, you know, NBA players and had great moments and be like, you know what, I'll, I'll I'm gonna declare. Yeah, <laughs> you know, sure. you know, because you 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 get to battle. Yeah. Because it's not like, you know, it's it's 
low-level games. It's high-level, especially really high-level for UCLA players. Yeah. So that's the advantage that, you know, UCLA kids have, that they get NBA pros coming in there in the summer and running with them. I mean, if you compare like a Duke, let's say, and Kentucky, which they're a culture, but it's a different culture when you have the influence of, I really think the alumni at UCLA is yeah, a benefit. For sure. And the old players always coming back. They all use the facilities still, so that's cool too. Because people say like, oh man, all these guys went to UCLA. You would think they would just have banners. I mean, they have a ton of banners, but from back in the day more so. But I think the more important thing for you to look at is how it's going to propel my professional career. For sure. I feel like that's a, if you go to the Blue Bloods, I feel like you're really giving your shot, yourself a shot to get to the league. So is that what you looked at? Really, not just the college experience, but where I can get to from there? Well, I wanted to go somewhere where I know I could play and hit the floor, too. I feel like you can go to wherever school you want, but if you ain't seen the floor, it don't matter. <laughs> it don't matter where you go. And I wanted to go somewhere where it shows the best side of me. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go somewhere where it's a real half-court offense because I excel in the, in the flow of the game, mm -hmm. full-court running. Or when, they're not, when they go to like a zone like a Syracuse, I like playing man, getting up in people. So mm -hmm. it worked out with Cronin. Like, that's the perfect fit. So I lucked out. Yeah, that's the most important thing, too, about picking colleges is picking what fits your game to excel. You know, a lot of kids don't really understand that. You know, like the go name. They go for the names yeah. versus, like, you know, if you're a guard, you know, depending on what kind of guard you are, depending on what kind of school you go to. You know, if you're a high-level scoring guard, Calipari. Yeah. You know, you know, he pushes, he pushes you, you know. So, like, I mean, when I went to Arizona, you know, they're thinking about red-shirting me. I have DePaul. And I have Kansas State, but I know from previous, you know, Lute Olson has NBA guards. His system thrives around guards. So, you know, if my chance was going to make it, it would have been under, you know, his offense. Yeah. You know, so it's, you know, picking a great offense. If you're a defensive guy, picking a, a great defensive system that makes you excel too. Yeah. So, you know, picking, you know, colleges, you know, that fits around what you do is, is very important too. Gil, imagine this. You're that kid coming from the Valley, and you went to a school 20 minutes away from home. What's the challenge there? <laughs> I mean, probably going to class for me. You know what I mean? If, that wasn't a challenge in Arizona? Because I feel you know, like that you, was the case, When too. you finally leave from under your parents' rules yeah. and get your own little rules, you really don't. You know what I mean? I'm going to go back to wash my clothes and you know, do all that. But for the most part, you, you're you on your own. You get to really just set your own times, your own thing, finally try to be somewhat of an adult. So, yeah. you know, other than that, you know, friends and all that, but eh, you're too busy. You know, you're too busy to really, really hang out like that with classes and practices and, you know, and trying to figure out, you know, how to get better. You know, you don't really have time for the outside. But Rancho Cucamonga for you is that's what like two three hours away from campus. Well, nah, nah, you only LA, LA traffic. Uh, not really, not that. It's not. It's like an hour to get here and back. I don't live in Rancho. I live in Eastville, Corona. Oh, Corona. But yeah, it's not. It's not bad like that getting there and coming back. I just feel like I'm fortunate to be from out here because I'm not gonna get caught up in stuff others coming from California coming to no, California, California would get caught up in, like the lights on. I've been there, seen that, did that. It's cool. Do you know what's so funny? That is that is actually a good thing you say that because if you look at all the LA kids, they don't have problems in the NBA like that. Mm. You know, because they've seen it all. They're, yeah. They've seen every movie star, you know, 
coming to the games at some point. You know, you, yeah, you can watch sure. them going down the street, sitting at a restaurant, so you don't get shell-shocked. Yeah. You don't get starstruck either. You know, you just, I've seen it. I've yeah. done that. I've, you know, and now it's just, you know, so when you go to Milwaukee and then some <laughs> celebrity walk in, it's like, oh, my God, this is that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You, sure. don't really, you don't really fall for that whole star, you know, because it's all here. And I feel like some people fall into, like, the L.A. lifestyle. Yeah. I feel like there's people on the Lakers right now, I feel like they you gotta remember if you yeah. coming from, if you coming from, Boise State, yeah, and you're from that area, and you you know get drafted to the Lakers or play for UCLA, you really get stuck in that lifestyle. Yeah. You get stuck into a, a Hollywood, yeah, you know lifestyle. Like, oh, we're gonna go hang out with the Kristen Jenners. You know, if you did that in high school and all that, that by time you know you got to the age where you can really party, you're like, eh, ain't no it ain't even, much. it ain't even, it ain't all that much weight. Yeah. In that big man on campus mentality, which is different in Lawrence, Kansas or something like that, but if you put that time in, in college, cool, because you might end up in Atlanta or Miami or something like that. It's not necessarily courtside at Staples, but you know, there's just that element of mm -hmm. a bigger stage, yeah. and you're now more ready for that. For sure. Um, as far as what UCLA does, Gil, think about this, man, they just put out so much talent, so yeah. many pros in the NBA. So for you, did you feel that, like, I'm looking at these guys like a Westbrook or uh, Kevin Love, I mean, Zach Levine, you can go right down the list. For sure. No, like, because it's crazy. I didn't know how many players, like, went there. Like, I played 2K and stuff. I know, like, <laughs> I know names, but I ain't pay attention to them in college. I was naive. So when I walked in, they have a wall, and it's just a whole bunch of players' names. And I remember I was crying, I said, what's that wall? And he's like, that's only first rounders. So they have a wall literally full for just first rounders. And then on the back wall, they got the second rounders. But it was just like the names of people. I'm like, whoa. So of course I can be, I don't care who you are. If you say you play basketball and don't want to go to the NBA, you're lying. Uh -huh. like, that's everybody's dream. So of course I compare myself, see how was he when he got here? Was mm -hmm. he stand out like Darren? Cause I know Darren real close personally. He wasn't, he was a three year player. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, if I feel like I'm adva more advanced than Darren right now and he did this, this and that, if I do this, this and that, I feel like I got a shot. Yeah. So yeah, I for sure look at it and give her. He's from out that way, right? Yeah, Darren went to Adawanda. Yeah, that's right. He went to Adawanda. College. Yeah, like, I mean, you know, the difference between, like, you can see, like, kids who, like, some kids need one year, two years. Some kids literally need three months, two months. You know, it, it's one of those weird things where, you know, you're coming from, I remember watching Zion, right? Oh, yeah. And then... From what we've seen the last game to his first preseason game, that was a totally different dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was a totally different. And then from preseason to his first real game, totally different dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? So your strides become bigger than you would, you would think because now you, you have a real weight room and you know how to lift weights. You're playing against Division I guys. So from there, you're just adapting. Yeah. Now you'll go into three days in practice and be like, damn, I should have just went straight pro. Mm. Because you adapted so fast that you're like, ah, I could have just jumped to the, to the next level versus, you know, finishing this full season. Because yeah. your skill level, all you're doing is just, you know, it's just like a machine. You're just trying to adapt faster. Yeah. There's no different talent is talent. You know, if you stand out, you got to remember, all the kids you played against your senior year, they're going to college. Yeah. Right? So. Same. It's the same group. Yeah. You know, it's just who's adapting faster, who's getting better faster. For sure. And that's, that's all it is.
sure. What you're talking about, you have to know that going in. That's what matters most. Oh, yeah. We're going, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you got to always have your mind prepared for success. You know, you got to be ready for success. You can't, you can't just, I'm going, you know, when it comes, I'm, no, you have to, you have to visualize it. You have to, you have to see it. Um, you have to understand it. So when it comes, it just comes and you just keep, you know, like I heard some fighters say they visualize winning, you know, the belt so much when they want it, it didn't even feel that great. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. I've, I've, I've trained so hard in the feeling that I've put into it. Once I got it, it was like, huh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That's that's when you know you're building for the next levels. When sure. when it comes, it's just like, eh, let's keep going. Let's yeah, keep going. Yeah, keep building. Um, so what does that mean to you now? What you're preparing for coming into this next level of competition? I'm just, well, keep, keep it 100. I'm, I feel like if I really get a consistent jumper right now, I, I, I like my chances of going in to UCLA and making a, a huge, huge impact. I've never had a problem creating space, nothing mm-hmm. like getting to the rim, I never had a problem with that. But I, I ain't been always been a consistent jump shooter. So that's my main focus going in. But I feel like if I can get that down packed, I like my chances again. Lee. See what I, I got this, what's so friend is Jay Rich. So Jay Rich, when we got to Golden State, he couldn't shoot nothing. At all? Nothing, nothing. No, he was a dunk machine. Yeah. Like straight Dominique Will. Like it was just all Dominique. It was, he was, you was anywhere in that paint, he was trying to dunk on you. He became a three-point expert. Yeah, by, I was about to say. By yeah. his, what, his third year. Because what he did is like, well, I can dunk. I can get to the basket. I can do all this. If I can't shoot, what do I need to practice? In the summer, that's all I'm going to do. Yeah. So in the summer, he was, you know, like, like the shooting machine. This is the only time I seen the shooting machine used to go 999. Zero. So he'd just shoot a thousand shots a day, spot up threes. It just, just like clock, put his earphones on and he was just shooting, shooting, shooting. And then he became a two way player. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, he became three point shoot like you. And it was just like, so when people are like, man, I need to work on my shot. If you really want to shoot, just go out there and just shoot. put them up. Yeah, just for sure. Like you want to shoot so much that you get bored. When it gets boring, that's when you know you're you're shooting a lot. When you when you got earphones on and you done went through your whole playlist, you went through your whole playlist, and you're just like, man, making shots is boring. I want, now I want to see if I can make like fifty in a row. Yeah. Now that's what I'm trying. Then when you get fifty, let me see if I can make seventy five in a row. And when you start challenging yourself like that. When you get into games, you start looking like Curry. This, what is this? Yeah. Like I'm, I'm just gonna shoot it, walk away, it's because I've done put so much shooting in. Are you getting it out? That it's, it's like it's like walking. Yeah. You know, sure. but you know, we, if I told everyone, I said, you can sign a hundred million dollar contract. All you have to do is make a thousand shots. I mean, a hundred thousand shots. Would you shoot 100,000 shots? Yeah, for sure. Well, if you shoot 100,000 shots, your ass is shooting so good that you get a $100,000 million dollar contract. For sure. You know what I mean? And that's how you have to think of it. You know, you, you have to think of it like that. Like, man, if I put that kind of shooting in, 
my shot is going to be so good that now I got my shooting, I got my driving, got my dunking, got my defense, you become all-around player. Like, one thing, like, we can say about Kawhi, like, Kawhi don't got this, Kawhi. What he can do is shoot the hell out of that yeah. ball. And his one-dribble pull-up. That one-dribble nice. pull-up is phenomenal. That's yeah, nice. Like, I mean, like, if he gets that ball up, like, you can cash it. It's, yeah. You know, and that's one thing that that no matter how he looks on, you know, because he was a defensive player, mm-hmm. but he becomes this, this, this mega guy because he can still put the ball in the basket. Yeah. You know what I mean? No matter if he... He looks, it looks ugly shooting. His vertical is 32 inches. That's it? Yeah. Sheesh. 32 inches. Because he, he just got long The arms wingspan and hands, right? Uh, arms and hand. So, <laughs> you know, arms and hand, you know, yeah. he just reaches for everything. But, you know, a guy who's not athletic, you know, a guy whose movements is robotic, yeah. put that ball in the basket. There's really nothing you can... And he's from our area, too. So I've heard stories about... Because my old high school, they're in the same league. And they mm-hmm. told me he couldn't shoot like that really in high school. Yeah, either. they just... One day he just said, you know what, I'm just going to sit in this gym and just put him up. Yeah. And the thing about that is, is he was effective to a certain point, but you want to level up. Yeah. So especially when you go to another level, you, you evaluate yourself. And so that's sure. what you, you're already ahead of the game because you're evaluating, you want to become a consistent, effortless killer, I would mm-hmm. say is what it is. Because if you're putting up that many shots, it's just effortless and it's muscle memory and automatic. Like, that, that, like sure. once it comes muscle memory, that's what I said, once you... Once it starts getting boring, that's when you know you're moving. You, sure. you, you know, you know, like if we say, yeah, all right, everyone, let's go shoot it, you know, 100 shots. Everyone's so excited, everyone's going to do it. Yeah. Right? It's, the, it's that tomorrow, the next day, the next day, the next yeah. day. Like you're putting in so much that it becomes boring. boring. Then you just got to challenge yourself where you got to, you're you just, just making just such high expectations that now you're excited about those high expectations. For sure. You know what I mean? Take us through that. How in a, an elite program, who do you work with to develop your game? Like, what kind of support do you have? In NBA? No, in college. You know, we, you, you have your, you know, your, your ball kids and, you know, you know walk-ons that, that helps. But let's, let's be honest. College and even pro for the most part, they don't have the staff that, that sometimes can get you better as an individual. You know, yeah, you're going to have your team, you know, team offense, team defense, but as an individual getting better on your natural talent, you might not have a guard who played like you. Yeah. That, 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 that knows how to get you better. So you got to understand how to get yourself better, you know, like take what they're doing and then add your spill to it. Um, you know, and that's, 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 that's hard too, because you, it's not like most teams have like X USC players that played that was high level, like a UCLA, I mean, UCLA, um, that have, you know, a Baron Davis coming back, a Westbrook coming back, Yeah. you know, um, you know they, you know they got Rico that 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 gets you better. So you you do have that that guy that can help you get better, but you know you still need to update because the game is still moving faster and faster and faster. For sure. Those names that you said that were on that board, those guys, that is a network. Like UCLA does have a tremendous network. So those those guys are available. Maybe it's in the summer runs or something like that. But that's the main thing I would say to utilize. Pick their brains. For sure. Yeah, I mean, who do you have recent? You have you have the Westbrooks. 
Um, recently, I came out of there. Holiday Ball. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, the Westbrook Holiday. TJ came out of there. Who else? That's probably the. But you gotta have recent. somebody who has like that has UCLA ties. You know, for the most part, you know, if you if you're one and done, you don't really you know, have ties yeah. to the, the school like that. You yeah. just went and left. You know, so yeah. like somebody like you know Westbrook will have more, you know, pride to the school than Ballwood. Yeah. Um, How many years was Westbrook in college? I think two. 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 Yeah. yeah. Two. The Collison boys. I mean, you know, you. I mean, you got legacy. I mean, there's some legacy players that came through that that organization. And I can also say professionally that can help you too, that network, to use it as a resource to where you can, they can show you the lay of the land as a pro. You're going to say no. Why? It's competition, bro. You don't give no one secrets. Even if it's alumni. You don't give no alumni, no nothing. Hmm. You figure that shit out on your own. (laughs) You know, same thing with, like, come on, think about it. Like, how many veterans tell the game to the youth? You did with Chris Paul. With Chris, no, I just bust Chris Paul's ass for him to learn, but I wasn't <laughs> trying to really, you know, he I'm not told, telling so him. So he told me that story. He said that you had worked, well, maybe the first time, uh, he had worked, you had worked out, gone through two, three hours. Mm-hmm. He comes in the gym, you stayed, work out with him another two, three hours. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to do that. I know. I wanted so, to see what he had. <laughs> so he but that's used that mean. for himself. No, I'm just going to see what he has. That. They but were, I, what I'm saying is... John Wall, same thing with you. But what I'm saying is, like, you're you see, like, Westbrook is not going to teach you how to beat him. Yeah. No, you know what I mean? No, no. How you, to, you know, he's some not Some things you keep Like, unless him. you're on the same team as him. But, you know, from there, it's... Well, we went to the same school, whatever y'all little slogan is. Ours was bear down. And then from there, it's battle. <laughs> we battle. You ain't no... Yeah. Ain't no more friends unless you... Like, you're only friends with the people you went to school with. Yeah. I hate that. You know, like, you know, when Iggy, when um, Eagle Dollar, when he was in Philly, I don't have no ties to you. Yeah, we both went this one four flat. I don't know what you're doing now. I don't know what kind of defense you think you got. One four flat. You know what I mean? There ain't yeah. no, <laughs> no friends here. Yeah. Shit. Iggy went to Arizona? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't even know that. Shit, Luke Walton. They got another list. Of Luke them. Walton played on my team, and <laughs> he still got the treatment. Like, what team you play? One full flat. Don't even try it. <laughs> ISO. <laughs> I saw. I saw everybody. Like you know, so it's like one of those things where you, no one love, no one, for some reason I don't know what it is. It's, I guess everyone's too competitive that they don't want to give you the secret. Yeah. They want you to figure the secret out for yourself. Like. You know, like like somebody like Mayweather. For sure. He's not going to give his secret to someone else. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to have to figure out how to be 50, you know. I'm not going to give you the blueprint of what I did, you know. Especially so, when you're still in the game. Yeah, so you got to study and understand, you know, the game. Like with Kobe, you know, he could have easily called Michael Jordan and say, what did you do? All he did is just grab every year all the tapes, and year by year he watched them to see what he added to his game. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's, 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 that's how you're supposed to, like, really develop. Like, you know, find some, like, I don't care who they compare you to, you find who the greatest are. For sure. And, right? And study year by year what they did, how they get better, what did they add to their game. You know what I mean? Because maybe who you analyze 
might not be a progressor. He might just have raw talent versus yeah. someone who has to develop like Dwayne Wade came back with the bank shot one year. Then after the bank shot, he came back with the pump fake. And then he had the pullback. Now you got a guy who has the bank shot, pullback, pump fake. We all know he wasn't going to shoot a three. You still jump. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, it's like Westbrook. When he, Westbrook came with that hard pull-up, that changed his whole game. Because, you know, first he, was a, he always hit the rim, and then now when everyone backed up and he hit that pull-up, now when he sees everyone's not backpedaling as fast, he just went by him. Yeah. Now you want to go, I'm going to shoot. Like, so you had that in-between game that he, he learned, you know, after that, that one year. It's like, okay, let me, let me get a pull-up. And then from there, you just add on. For sure. And I, I got to say, that's the important thing for Westbrook. He had to figure, going to UCLA, he had all the tools to go play in a big-time program and make a name for himself. But they realized, and he probably got some coaching at some point, you got to refine that. You got to add some gears to it to where you can go up and down the court 100 miles an hour, but if you add that pull-up, man, you're unguardable. So let's talk about this. How are you approaching you know, entering this next level to make an immediate impact? Um, well, now, I don't know what's going on because this whole quarantine. Thing. <laughs> yeah. Way different times. So, yeah, way different. But um, I don't know. I, don't, I, I like my spot. Like, the competition I got here, I don't feel, I feel like I can kill it. Like, <laughs> I don't, don't want to be an asshole or whatever, but I just I just do. I, don't, I, don't, I feel like I go and take some stuff. I've, I've always felt like I've been like that, though. I'm the grimy kid. No one wants to be with me. You know what I mean? I feel like you'd rather want to be with me than against me. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's. I mean, that's the way to be. Like you know, when you're going in there, like I'm coming here to take spots. Yeah, that's what it is. I mean, I'll, like if you're a great player, if, even yeah. if you're a great player there, I want you to come try to take my spot because that's only going to help me. For sure. You know what I mean? So you know, if you sit here playing it easy on me, that ain't helping me. Not helping you. Not helping me. For sure. Like come at my head so I know how to react because when we leave here and we play rivals. They coming at our heads. Yeah. So, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna want you to push me. Like, so if you're a defensive player, I'm an offensive guy, I'm trying to score every bucket on you. Sure. Because now if I'm going at you, now I get to see the best defense coming at me. You get to see the best offense. offense. You know, so you, that's what me and Larry Hughes just to do. Yeah. And I'm I'm not worried. Like I'll do whatever, whatever it takes to just get on the floor. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm willing to dive and loose balls, play people up full court. I know I can get to him whenever I want. So I, don't, I just like my spot coming in. Okay. So you would describe yourself as a dog? Pretty much. Pretty much. Can't teach that. Exactly. Can't, I was saying, I was saying, have those untangible. You can, skill you can fill in. Yeah. But if you have that mindset. Well, I feel like I have the per I'm a natural a hole. Like, I'm, just, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a natural a hole. Like, it's just in me. My dad a natural a-hole too, so it's just like like passed down. <laughs> passed down from generation yeah, to generation. It, it just got passed down. So, <laughs> but you can use that in a good way. We call oh, that sure. your competitor. For sure. Yeah, I mean that that means you, he's never gonna back down from a challenge. You know, he's gonna. You know, that's that's he's gonna be willing to get better. That that I mean that just. You know, people don't understand that 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 gene, that asshole gene, really is key. Yeah. Like you, like you need it. You need it when you get to the, the next level because the next level is all about mentality. Yeah, it's all mental. Saying. The only thing that's different between an all star and a all NBA player is ten games. 
you know, for all star, if there's 82 games and it's uh, in, um, an all NBA player, he came to pl- he came to play mentally ready to play 75. An all star, 65. It's just that means when you got to play Milwaukee two times in Milwaukee, yeah. the superstar tries to turn it on. The all star chops it up as Milwaukee. Same being with a Detroit. Same being with a Minnesota. <laughs> you know what I mean? Same being with a Memphis. You know, is it, those, those are the games that, yeah, you're going to come to play against the Lakers or the Clippers and the Golden State. That's easy to get up for. You know, that's easy to get up for. It's getting up, you know, just the superstar versus the all-stars is getting up for those games that's just boring. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's when you just got to, you got to come in there sometimes and just start talking trash. As soon as you step on the court, like, yo, hey, you suck. <laughs> just, you, so now, because now what you end up doing is you're forcing them to really just go. Now you 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 know got the challenge like yo, you're not scoring today. Yeah. Period. Just so you might as well just sub yourself out. You know. So now he can get going, and now you got a real battle for yourself because you you know NBA 82 games. It's all about just mentally just staying there every single game because. It's 82 games. You really yeah. ain't gonna, you, you're not gonna come to play all 82 games. You know, that that five games and four nights. Yeah. You know, unless that five, that that fifth game, so you play Monday, Tuesday, day off Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. If that Friday game ain't a Laker Clipper, and it is a, a, a Memphis, and that, that guard you, Playing against is, let's say, a Roberson. You chopped it up. <laughs> you chopped it up for the night. You know what I mean? It's one of those you just circle it. Even the coaches, if you tell a coach, like, let's do the win-losses, the win-losses, they'll circle they lo- the, their predicted losses during the season, before the season even starts. Gil, where are you right now? Um, in the gym. Yeah, but what part of the gym? Oh. I'm in a training room. That's a very important part, especially at this stage in your life, because we have to talk about Theragun um, and how it applies specifically to where you are right now. Because a big part of training is also your recovery. Uh-huh. Right? And you've known that you've had a few injuries, let's just say. Uh, things didn't work the same way they used to when you were younger. So uh, combat that, you use a product like Theragun, uh-huh. which is the massage deep tissue reliever that in your pocket that you can take anywhere with you. Yes. You're there on the training table. You break out your Theragun like this and then apply to your sore point. So which for you, what, what is the sore point right now? What's so funny is I got version oh. one. Oh. I got the first version. Well, let's just do this. Turn yours on. Yeah. Can you even hear this? Yeah. I can't. I mean, that's, that's nice. This is gentle, quiet, and gentle. Yes, on on No Chill Podcast, we step it up. (laughs) Because Gen 4 is what I have now. It's the handheld percussive therapy device that releases your deepest muscle tension using scientifically calibrated combination of depth, speed, and power. And now is as quiet as an electric toothbrush. That's because the all-new Gen 4 Theragun has a proprietary brushless motor that's still quiet. I wonder if it's even on. While you soothe your aching muscles with Theragun's signature power, Amplitude, 
and effectiveness. So right now you're working on something, right? Yeah, I'm working on my legs. So, you know, um, after each workout, I actually have to use it to break up all that tension. Yeah, so the important thing is with deep tissue, like that will restrict you the next day in your workout. So you mm -hmm. need to break that up and break out the amino acids and, um, you know, get you back to, to functionality. So you're post-workout right now. I'm pre-workout. Okay. So I'm pre-working out. Uh, I'm pre-workout, breaking up the scar tissue and just getting warm for my workout. And then I'll use it after. Yeah. So it's, it's both it's very important. Pre and post. Pre to get and loose. And you're like me throughout the day. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I hope you sleep. Okay, Gil, so for fans of the No Chill podcast, like we always do, we got something for you. We want you to try Theragun. So you can try it risk-free for 30 days. There's no substitute for the Theragun Gen 4 with an OLED screen, personalized Theragun app, and the quiet and power you need. Starting at only, only $190. Only $190 for the Theragun Gen 4. Go to theragun.com slash chill. Just chill. And get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That's theragun.com slash chill. Yo, baby. Theragun.com slash chill. Because, you know, like, it's like we call them schedule losses. So, like, like, I guess the media calls it what, uh, when you rest a player? Uh, time management? Load management. Load management. So, let's say you play in, in college. We'll go college. Let's say you play USC, Stanford, right? You play them on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday day off. You're flying to go play Arizona, and then that 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 last game is Washington uh, State. Washington, some 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 bad team. Yeah. Load management on the bad team. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. The load management. Now, if it was flipped the other way around, right? then you'll play back-to-back. -back. You know, but that load management game, they might count the one against Stanford as a loss or the Arizona one as a loss and give you the win against. Or they'll do, or if that last game was Arizona, they'll automatically write that as a loss because you played four games in five nights. Depending on what their schedule is, that is a scheduled loss. Dang. Yeah. I would say even in college, you can go for, you have that ranked opponent. That's a big time game on, say it's on national yeah. TV. Mm -hmm. Then we play a mid-major. Maybe that's not, a, but f for you, that could be, a, and using that ex example, it's a better situation for exposure. No. For Which sure. one? Playing against that mid -major. Both, really. Lowers, but, yeah. the, but the mid-major is like, all right, this isn't as high profile, but, but we, I'm going to shine in this We don't play as many game. games as they do either. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But college, you college, college you're two games yeah, a week, you're, you're really excited. Low, yeah. You're not really low Yeah, that's what I'm saying. When it, that, that, that problem only happens when you get to that next level trying to figure out how to turn it on, figure yeah. out how to turn it on a guy who's not in your, your realm. So the great so thing So if you got a guy who ain't skilled at scoring, yeah. you would tend to try to turn it off. Like, nah, you just, you got to dog him. Like, I always look at this. If you don't dog him, Somehow he's gonna get confidence for something. I, you try not to give nobody no confidence. So I, like, if I was playing against you and I know you like to play defense, I'm gonna try to punch you before you punch me. So I'm gonna like, soon as you like get up full court, I'm gonna just call it out and just try to isolate you. Just one full flat. We're gonna do one full <laughs> flat until he get off of me, right? And then and then try to just first time I'm just try to go by you. 
Second time, I'm trying to get you a foul. You know, so then I'm gonna just play this popcorn game with you. Yeah. And then mentally just, 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 yo, and then now you questioning yourself. And then once you start questioning yourself, now I can just play regular rap. basketball. Yeah, it's raps. You know, and just try to, I don't want, like, if you get a rip, your confidence, like, just think about it. If you you playing defense and you rip me and you score, you for sure picking up full court. Yeah. Like, I don't, right want, I don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, so, you know, same thing with defensive players and offensive players. There's, there's, there's a chess game. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a chess game. Like, I used to do this. You slap the floor on me, <laughs> I'm gone. Yeah. I'm gone. Soon as soon as I you get down and then you get ready, soon as I see someone get ready, <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gonna do that like, I'm I'm trying to go right past you, so you won't you ain't no slapping. Yeah, yeah, that's respectful. You know, know just like it's just like, you know, that you're trying to set the defense up, one of those, I'm gone. Like I just used all of that. Like, you know, you just it's just watching the game, just watching opponents, watching coaches, watching how a coach coach. For sure. You know what I mean? I I can tell you that. I've watched you. So if I'm playing against you, I'm pushing you right. Oh, yeah. I'm going to push you right. You want to go <laughs> <Yeah>. left. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know I mean? that's you, crazy. You want to go to your left hand. That's you crazy. Know what People I mean? ain't figured out. My whole high school career, everyone forced me left. Yeah, cause, cause because you're right-handed, yeah. they're going to push you left. So you develop that left drive. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm me really watch. Left. Yeah, I really, I go left. You like to go? You're, you're, yeah, I yeah, go yeah. dominant. <laughs> you're, you're, you're dominant left. But you're going you're gonna to eat a lot from there because you're t- like... You're a right-handed shooter, so everyone's gonna push you to that hand. Yeah. So yeah. no one's gonna really think, let's push a right-handy to the right. The right. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's and so you're gonna get away with that your whole career. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But just me, just watching tape, like okay, he's he's he favors his left. So with me, I'm I would want to push him to his right. Let's yeah. see how do- let's see if he can be as dominant going right. If For this sure. is his natural movement. For sure. Yeah. That's crazy. And that's all you just like, like, cause I watch tape, so I watch. You just you're trying to figure out how to get better, and it, yeah. it's it's through taping, you know, practicing. Like even when you go to uh, when you when you're challenging yourself, really challenge yourself. Like you go in and say, "Hey, I'm only doing this today. I'm only gonna do this." You know what? I'm like, I'm gonna put one hand behind my back and play defense with one hand. Because it ain't about like you getting. It's about you really challenging yourself. Like, you, did you see that Kevin Hart? Um, confessions when he confessed about Kobe. Mm-mm. He did a confession about Kobe. He said they were in this, um, they was at this all-star, it was this Philly camp. They both was at some camp in Philly. And midway through the camp, you know, the guy who was running, it was like, y'all don't really want it. Y'all, y'all, y'all really don't want it how, you know, players like Kobe want it. This man is the number one player in the country. And he came to this camp and told me, I'm going to dominate the camp and I'm never going to shoot right-handed. I'm going to do everything oh, left-handed. I did see that. I did see that. You know, I did see that. And, but that's how he was. That. Like, you I know, I used that. to, you know, I used to do that in practice. Like, yo, I'm only doing step-backs today. I'm going to bust you ass doing step-backs. I got blocked half the time, but that wasn't the point. The point was, I'm telling you what I'm going to do. And now I, if I do get that shot off, I actually perfected it because yeah. you knew what I was going to do. Yeah. So there you, even in practice, pointless practices, challenge yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's all about challenging and getting better. Like, people don't want to challenge themselves sometimes. Everybody wants the easy road. Uh, you got to really dig down. Like, For sure. Play against the best, you know. You get a chance to play against Westbrook, yo, yo, I got, yeah, I got dude. Yeah. 
dude, dude weak anyway. You know what I mean? So now if someone do stick him, he going to point you. No, nah, no, nah, you come over yeah. here. I'm going to show you I'm not weak, you know, because you want, you want that speed. You want to... You want to see so what that. You can stay in front of him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I yeah right? If <laughs> you can stay in front of him, everybody else is easy yeah, after that. Yeah, for sure. But from a competitor standpoint, you want to measure yourself up against these guys. Yeah. That's the most important thing. Like, I, I, I tell people this don't ever think about competition as like competition, it's a measuring stick, mm-hmm. right? Like, if that's LeBron James, that's this person, this person, this person. I want to I wanna go against all of them at a high level, no matter if they beat me up. I just want to see. Just I want to see. Now I know what to work on. Okay, he didn't let me get down the court. Every time I tried to cross over, he ripped me. So my crossover versus someone that's long has to be further because that up-close crossover ain't working against him. Yeah. You know, every time I, you know, go in for a layup and I pull it back, He's strong and he rips me. So now I gotta, you know, then that's when everyone starts coming with the cuff. Yeah. You know, you know, you start adjusting your game, but you can only do it if you're playing against the best. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's why I'm looking at you. I'm like, my God, like you're you're NBA bot, like you're like, I'm fat. (laughs) (laughs) I'm 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 fat and out of shape, and you're bigger than me. As an NBA, but like, so I'm 205, 210, 215. I'm over here like, man, I need to get off the Gatorade. You know <laughs> what I mean? So you playing guard at at yeah. your size, you know, that that's bully ball. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? That's, that's <laughs> damn bully ball. You know, the game's getting, you know, kids getting bigger, faster, stronger. You know what sure. I mean? So you just got to learn how to just watch tape, adapt. Learn. I mean, even in the college level, like, yeah, I'm, I'm watching college, but I'm still watching <laughs> pros. Yeah, that's the one thing I don't do. I don't watch the NBA like that. I'm never, I ain't never, because it's always, I feel like, because I'm younger era, we watch highlights more, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Pros is like boring. You don't see nobody, because I get excited when someone throws it off somebody's head, tween, tween, cross, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. setback. Like Kyrie and Steph, those are exciting, but like, like you said, when I see like Chicago playing against, the Pistons is like, uh, yeah. Trust me, everyone does that. <laughs> <laughs> everyone does that. Uh, no, no. Yeah. Like, I don't even know why they did the uh, NBA pass because half them teams don't, nobody wants to see them. Yeah. You know, but you know, like, when you get there, you have to remember this is more, you're not a, you're not a fan anymore. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I'm so far out still. Yeah, like, w- once you get to that level, it's a different type of, Watching. Watching. You're not watching for enjoyment. Fan. Yeah. Mm, yeah. You're not watching for enjoyment. You're watching because I got to play against him in two weeks. Let me see what he does. Yeah. You know, let me see what his fan. That's why I said, like, me just watching, I need to watch and see what he does. Okay. He likes to do that. Okay. Uh, mental note. Yeah. Well, Gil's thing was you had a notebook, literally a notebook. Yeah. So I used he would to, take notes on everybody. So when I played, you know, I had a notebook, even in college, notebook of moves. So if I'm playing and see someone do a move, boop, 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 I write it down because I remember there was a kid named Eddie House. Oh, Eddie House. Yeah. yeah. So Eddie House had 60. Right? He had 60 against Cal. Arizona, Arizona State. State. Arizona State, he had 60 against Cal. 60. So we played them the next week. So you already know. Oh, Arizona versus Arizona State. You already know the papers is running wild. All the freshmen, if he ain't prepared, he's going to get, you know, killed and this and this. And then we had a kid. You were named, starting? Huh? Yeah, I was starting. Okay. And then we had a kid named John Ash, right, on our team. White kid. Shoot the shit out of the ball. 
So he's playing. He's Eddie House. He is cooking us. Like, it was embarrassing. Like, he was cooking. Uh, like, he had 60 in practice. He, it was that type of cooking. Jeez. Like, God damn, we, this Eddie House about to kill us. <laughs> so I'm watching tape, and I'm like, oh, he pulls the ball down too low. So if mean, I keep, on his jumper? On his jumper. So if I already have my hands up, it's going to be hard for him to see because he's only 5'7". Five, 5'7", seven, five, seven, five, eight. Five, eight. Yeah, he wasn't that big. Yeah, so I'm like, well, as long as I keep my hand up, it's going to be hard for him to cock and go. So I literally ran around with my hand like this the whole time, playing defense. The I just had, Yeah, just had my hands up just like this the whole time. He has seven. Dang. <laughs> he has seven, and then the next game, six. Oh, y'all had a back-to-back? No, we played when we played him twice that year. Oh, yeah, okay, seven, okay. second game was six. Dang. So the importance of film study for, you can learn so much from a guy's moves, rewind that back, learn even more detail to it, but then also when you watch full court, you know, fives, how guys move without the ball, how, how they come off down screens, things like that, that you don't get in highlights. Yeah, but a player, a player, like this is it, a player that might be good against someone might not be good against you. Yeah. Oh, you to just that. find that weak. Yeah. I've seen that. I've seen that before. Like, yo, this man had, what? I just shut dudes yeah. at Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? You know, so you just got to always just keep your confidence and just, just do what you do. You know what I mean? And, you know, perfect the things that you can't do until they're part of something that you can do. You can do. Who are some guys you're studying? Right now, I don't really, like I said, I don't really watch like that, to be honest with you. Okay, Gil, let's turn it around then. Some, some I mean, time college, for some I mean, game college, within a game. I mean, Who should he study? What's so funny is when I, when I was going into college, I didn't, I didn't really know nobody. Yeah. I didn't even know college players. Yeah, but to get to another level, you should learn. You, you le- take you, things from guys. You learn it. You learn. You learn it. Like as I said, once you know, once you you know get to college and you're there, you know yeah. your preparation is different than when in high school. You remember high school? It's highlights. Yeah. You know you get to you get to watch someone's movements, and in college, you know now you're breaking down tape. So now he's gonna learn how. Yeah, to watch sure. people. And then, you know, once you get to the next level, you'll start learning how to do things. That, you know, it's all a process. And I, um, I feel like I pick stuff up from people when you're playing at the highest level. You see things that certain people do. Mm-hmm. And then you like, oh, I could do that. So I, I pick stuff up from like that way too. All right, well, we, we wanted to get into some game within the game. I threw out a few names. I don't know if you're going to take them or what, but we said Westbrook, some comps, Westbrook and Donovan Mitchell. Who are some guys watching Jalen's film that you were reminded of? When he drives, it's it's like Donovan, because Donovan wants to go left so he can pull go off two feet. Um, hmm. Let's see. Who's a who's a lefty big bodied? Big body guard. I think what's the name left handed? Um, Demar. DeRozan. Lefty, lefty, yeah, yeah, yeah. Demar Derozan go yeah. left. Now he's a lefty driver too. And he was just, you know, Demar was just raw when he first came in. He didn't really have the footwork he had, and you know now he probably has the best footwork in the NBA. But but him and Kyrie probably have the best. But who did Demar study? It's kind of obvious. Kobe. 
I don't know. Kobe was a Did big influence. On, yeah, oh, okay. big influence on him. So the point oh, is, yeah, for I there, he, he added that too. You know, his, yeah. by by looking at how Kobe worked, he added that to his game, and that gave him a whole another level. But that that came a few years down the road, which is the yeah, point just, you just mean, keep like adding. College is going to be college uh, will be harder than the NBA, the pros. Or they work harder in college. Yeah, you work harder, but the game is harder because the game is more compact. Compact, everyone's sitting there. Yeah, so everyone's sitting there. You got zones, you got real zones, you know. You know, you got you, and then you might have someone who's just not talented, and you probably got four players on the bench that's not talented, so everyone gets the key on you. So, you know, you can really get controlled. Yeah. In college, and then go to the, you know, and then go to the NBA, and then boom. Yeah. No one can guard you. You're like, man, it's kind of easy. Yeah, for sure. You know, because you know now your 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 strength versus you know speed. That person cannot stick with you. You know, you 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 have that. You know, like you're probably bigger than most most of two guards. For real, because they look big on TV. You know, like, see, that's that that's that that's that that's that middle class, that yeah. high middle class. You got a big TV. That's <laughs> a, you got one of them sixty inches, huh? You got the big, but like you got, you know, Clay is not a big guy. How tall is he? He's like he's, six 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 seven. Though. He's six 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 seven, but he's not big. He's not athletic. You know, probably DeRozan, Jimmy Butler. I mean, uh, CJ McCullough's 6'2", six, 6'3". Six, yeah, he's little. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, he, you know, you you see how easy it is for him? Yeah, he gets off. <laughs> that's crazy. You know, it's... Because that's what I said. It's, it's, it's your skill. It, yeah. it ain't really... As long as you can play one-on-one, the person who's guarding you with the rules, they can't really do much with you. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? So if you're stronger than everybody's in front of you, once you... Hit and go, you can't stand. Oh, you didn't just pay attention to the centers. Yeah. You know, what does these centers do? I mean, you do, step they, up or do you they jump? Are they late? Do they take charges? And that's that's gonna be half your 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 um studying. What what do these what do they do? For sure. You know. Is he a guy who is actually looking for a team stop or is he individual shot blocker? Yeah. Does he leave his feet? You know, is he prone to, you know, how athletic is he? Does he like to jump? I mean, you you start studying. That's what you start really studying on. And the things that are thrown at you in college. Like you, if I drive, I'm going to pump fake every time. Yeah, I jump. Yeah, you're going to jump. Yeah, I jump. <laughs> there you go. That's what I said. So, like, if I'm, if I'm going against you, that's the first thing I'm doing. I'm yeah. trying to get you off your feet to get you one foul. Once I get your one foul because you jump, now you're going to be hesitant yeah. a little bit. I know. get caught up. I like embarrassing people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I said. Yeah. I, well, I, you know, so I'm going... Ah, Slow it down so you, and then boom, let you jump. Yeah, actually. <laughs> game within the game right there. But the things they throw at you in college, like a full court press or two, mm-hmm. you're not seeing those at the pro level. So what you mm-hmm. say, it's easier oh, they don't in press a sense. In the pros, huh? No, so what's thrown at you in college. Like, that's because the rules are like, it's just. Too, too good. Too good. You gotta remember in college, you know, you probably got one dude that can bring the, the ball up, maybe two. But when you're in the NBA, you this is like when college, like think okay, think about college. How many players in college? Seven thousand. Yeah. So seven thousand players. There's thirteen lottery picks. So out of those seven thousand, only thirteen would be lottery. And then you have the rest of the draft. So college is not as skilled as you would, you know, as think we you. as we think. People are playing hard, but it's not as skilled. Yeah. 
You know, so there's no, but in the NBA, it's all the elite. Yeah. You know, so trying to press an elite player is like, eh, you're wasting your time. Yeah. No matter who he is, you're, you're, you're wasting the time. We don't even practice. I mean, when I first came in, they were trying to, trying to uh, two, two, two ones and all that, and we just get the ball and wave everybody down and just, yeah. you know, <laughs> you know, trying to, you know, come on, trying to trap Iverson in the backcourt. You no, couldn't yeah. do that, yeah. You know, De'Aaron Fox, like, you're not. He's fast. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're not going to try to trap him in the backcourt. Yeah, for sure. And we're not trying to play defense like that. <laughs> More importantly. <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's the big one. We're not trying to play defense like that. All right, Jalen, let's do it. Let's turn the tables on Gil. Time for Ask Agent Zero. Okay, what do you got? Sure. Uh, yeah, what happened about that Boston story with a fan? Boston story. Talking about getting into it with a fan while you were playing. Oh. <laughs> So, you know, Boston is a little racist. <laughs> you know, we're just going to do just a little. Um, so, <laughs> so one of the little fans is calling me the N-word. Oh. Right? So, which was funny because he had Paul Pierce jersey on, so that was just kind of... Mind-boggling. Yeah, mind-boggling. So I know he's not, you know, racist. Well, yeah. So I said, you know what? I'm about to go bust your team's ass, and it's going to be because of you. And I go out there and torch the shit out of them, right? <laughs> sign, all the, sign my jersey and give it to him. And then every time we played him, he wore the Arena's jersey and was an Arena's fan. Wow. That's crazy. You know, like, like, we only listen to fans. Like, when you hear, like, NBA players complain about fans, it's only when you're losing mm -hmm. and you're not playing well where you can actually hear someone say you yeah. suck and all that stuff. When you're winning and you're beating the team and fans just yelling, you're yelling back exactly, and doing yeah. all this and you killing. So, you know, it's more of the player than the actual fans. Fans do what fans do. Yeah. It just depends on what that player's doing at that moment. You know, if, you, if the player's having a bad game, he hears everything. Yeah. You know, if he's balling, he's in the zone. He don't care. You know what I mean? He don't care. So, it, you know, it's more like, it's more the player mood than what a fan, you know, what the fan, like a fan is, they came, they paid money to sit there and do what they want. Yeah. You know what I mean? Their job is to irritate you. Yeah. So if sure. you get irritated, they did their job. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, All but right. other than that, I used to just, I used to just, like, I never let fans really, like, get under my skin. It's like, I always had conversations. And, yo, that shot, hey, blame him. <laughs> you yeah. know, blame, blame him. Tell him to shut up. You, you know? heard it, but you use it as motivation. <laughs> yeah. Like, you hear it, but you just, you know. It's, so it's the same as, like, now in high school. It's the same. It, yeah. It's probably worse in high school because they're on the court. Yeah. You know, they're on the court, you know, talking trash. So it's, it's uh, but it's the same those same kids, those same kids that's talking trash is going to be at UCLA games talking trash. Get older, they're going to be at the yeah. NBA games talking trash. Same Don't thing. change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So who was, like, the worst player you played against? Like, someone you thought was really terrible? Hmm. Besides everyone? I mean, I, <laughs> like, that's more like it. Like, trash? Like, trash. Like, 
I know yeah. you don't like 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 someone like you don't like like I know you don't like Shane Batty. You know, like a fan when of NBA anything. players got to the okay, he was trash. <laughs> like when when players, <laughs> if you're in the NBA, you're good at something. Yeah. Um, but just trash you. Like if you see him, you're like you're terrible. Like, well, I think it's a Duke thing actually. So. That's the, that's the one asterisk. Like, there's a lot of good high school players that I think are terrible. Are they good because the rankings are saying yeah, they're good? Yeah. Or do they numbers say they're good? A little bit of both. I mean, Shane Batty was like, he was trash. Um, Sorry, Shane. Gil, we got a dog here. I got to say, this is what he's going for. Like, I'm, 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 trying, like to think, anybody. I'm trying to think because, you know, back then... You know, you're all the guards. They were like past first guards, so they was they were all trash. They were yeah. I guess no one was coming at you. Like no, but you know, back then no one was like no one was really trying to come through. You know, just trying to okay. like, go get get at. So me. then, like, who was like the most hyped matchup you had that you who killed was them? hyped and trash? Yeah, like you killed them. Like you going in didn't expect it to be like that easy. Um. All defensive players. For oh, I there's not one defensive player that all for every so, every first. So you feel like you could fry like a Patrick Beverly. He would have been <laughs> trash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he would have got all that all that rough rough rough. That don't work because that only works on a player who can you can really get into yeah, their mind, mindset yeah. and get them like Patrick is one of those guys that. He uses the grimy. Got to remember, he has his style. His style is junk it up. Yeah, he doesn't have a skill set. Like so he that. does because he doesn't have a skill set. He's not worried about not scoring. Yeah. So if he can get you off your game, he did his job. Yeah. So if he can go in there and and mess with Steph, and now Steph's pushing him back, pat one. Yeah. You know, so you know a player like him, I already know the mind game with him. So I'm gonna beat him to that game. I'm going to pick him up full court, trip him one time, let him start arguing with the ref. Now he's going to be extra aggressive. Now he's fouling you. Now he's fouling me. I used to do that with, like, like, that was one thing about CP3. So CP3 has this aggression. Yeah. Bulldog. So, so because he's a bulldog, so, like, when I'm in, when I want offense, he'd hand check, I'll slap, I'll just, just irritate and slap the shit out of his arm. If he's on the weak side, I'll hit him. Like, I'll do, like, little things like that, right? Yeah. And then when he's driving, I'll hold on to him. So what ends up happening is he has to give, I call it, the ref, let me talk to you foul. Yeah. Right? <laughs> right? So he's going to do his foul so he can talk to the ref. Yeah. So, like, you know, like if you rip him and then, like, you're getting ready to take off, he's going to do the little quick foul so he can try to talk to the ref. I used to love that one. Like, because that one was usually... His the, third. They're checking out. The, 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 like he's right there. So as soon as he did that, one four flat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I, I, one four flat. Is that your because, favorite play? Yeah, because it's it's a it's a great play against a player like you. Okay. Like you're a strong defensive guy who can really disrupt the offense. So now if you're sitting with a San Antonio type of defense and you're sitting there pushing me to help. Like you can really shut down players. Yeah. Like if you went to if you went to San Antonio, you're gonna be all defensive team. Like hands down. Because you have the you have the system that 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 goes well with it. So if I want you to stand on your own, I'm gonna 
push everyone down, one four. Yeah. Now you have no help. For sure. So now any little move, as soon as I get an inch, Jump I'm gone. In. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, okay, now I can. Now you have to stand. Now you have to stand on your own. Okay. You know. So that was always my place. So like, um, Raja Bell torched, Trimarium <laughs> torched, Kobe torched. Um, Did you enjoy torching Kobe? Torched. Anyway, I, I what? just what? Did you enjoy anyone? <laughs> anyone that played defense? But that, that's like a higher level of torching. But you got to remember, if you're on that first team D, think about first team defense. Yeah. You are the. But he's the, the, the first, first team a lot, though. Yeah. So, you, <laughs> but if you look at my numbers before sixty, before the sixty game, I was averaging like thirty six against them. Sheesh. Is that your most memorable game, though? No, is that I, like what? What does everyone know you for? You know what I'm saying? Probably for LA sixty, but I tell people like my most memorable, like the one I like, is the next one. The the next time we played them. So I'm doing an interview with Brendan, and Brendan told me a story that I totally forgot. So after I dropped sixty on Kobe, I dropped sixty on Kobe. We're on the runway, right, getting ready to go to Denver. Karan calls Kobe, right. And I'm in the back. Is that cold? Put him on speakerphone, right? And then Brendan says, "I yell out, <laughs> I yell out. Tell him since he's the black mamba, I was the black mongoose today." And they mm -hmm. said, "I'm in the back saying black mongoose, black." But they said I'm <laughs> dancing on a plane yelling black mongoose. Wouldn't let Kobe talk. And they said Kobe got so mad and said, "All right, we're gonna see when I get down there, right?" And they said when we played them. When we played them, he didn't speak to nobody. Oh, wow. He said he, he didn't shake nobody's hand, like pregame, and said, smack me on the ass and said, you asked for this. <laughs> so that was my, that was my best game that I always hold because it's one of those games where, because I scored 60 on them, now I know that this assassin is really coming to embarrass me, mm -hmm. right? Now you have a mental, this is more of a mental battle. He's coming to shut me down. The whole system is there to shut me down because I embarrassed him and talk shit, right? <laughs> so the first half of that game is, that first half of that game, if you watch it, it was literally just one-on-one. -on -one. It, was, it was a one-on-one -on -one, it, it one -on -one basketball matchup. Going tit for tat. We're just, we're just. How many did you score? I ended up scoring 38. Oh, wow. I mean. How many did he score? He scored 40. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was even. But the 38 wasn't a pretty 38. It was, I think, 10 for 28. Ooh. It wasn't a pretty 38. But I tell people, the 10 for 28 wasn't the point. The fact the that you knew he was coming. The, the fact that I knew he was trying to kill me and I was not going to back down. I'm going to fight. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you know that there's no, I'm not giving up. Yeah. I'm going to shoot. If I'm going to shoot 50 shots, I'm going to shoot 50. You're going to have to stop me from just getting the ball up. And that's where our, like, connection came where he just like, yo, this man just does not yeah. give up. He just. For sure. Like, you're coming to play me one. We're going to play one-on-one. -on -one. You try to score, I'm going to try to score. That's how this is going to happen. It was one of those, like. There's some I'd be, people that get off the ball. Have yeah. High school too. You know, you get off the ball and you're scared and you're scared of that. That. That matchup, yeah. he he done hit a big one, and then he shut you down, and he came and hit a big one. Usually that person's ghost after that. Yeah. No, nah, I, I, I went care. 0 for 5. <laughs> 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 they look pretty, though. They look pretty, though. 
You know what I mean? So it was, it was, it was one of those things where I took, I took pride in going against defense. Like, like if you was on that first team at the end of the season, and I seen first team, first team defense. Word. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to see him next season. Tony Allen, Bucky again, Bucky. Tony Allen had clamps. I thought. Yeah, he had, he had clamps According against them. According to some, getting buckets. So. I'm getting buckets though. <laughs> he clamped me for four. I gave him a quick forty. Forty four at that. Like it was just one of those. Like dang. I just it's just. If you're the best of the best, you got to remember, if I score, if you're, if you're top dog and I score 40 against you, what do you think my confidence against everybody else? Hi. What? Yo, what? But that's, that's, you know, so like, let's say you going against James Harden and he's been averaging 36 and you kept him to 15. Ain't nobody, you ain't looking at no other offensive player the same. Yeah. Y'all all trash. For sure. Even if you score 20, you scored 20 because it helped, it helped Switch, people. You yeah. was doing switches and stuff like that. You was trash against me. Everyone becomes trash now. Yeah. Your defense mindset elevates because you shut down the dog. You shut down the person who For no sure. one is shutting down. You know, and that's, it's going to happen in college. You're going to shut down someone that everyone has hype, and then from there, your, your mindset is going to elevate. For sure. That's and, a statement with a statement game. In high school, would you think you could beat me one-on-one? Come again? In high school, if you was my age and we played one on one, you really wants to like smoke. You beat me. See, because of you know, I averaged damn near 30, 40. You played in the valley. I don't want to hear Whoa. that. Whoa. I mean, I did. Whoa. I did. I did towards Crenshaw. I, I probably that's still because. hold the most points against Crenshaw. That's whack. I still probably hold the that's most whack. points against that's Crenshaw. And that was one against five. <laughs> so that means that means you know what that means, right? That means it's them five against me, and they still couldn't stop me. That's that's. But I'm gonna be honest. You were a lot bigger than I was in high school. Uh, like you're talking about, I'm 191 going into college. How? I'm, 205. Yeah, I mean you. How tall were you? Six. Same height. You ain't grown since high school. Oh, yeah, it had been bad. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it'd have been bad. It'd have been bad for you. No. <laughs> I don't know. Only, only he can answer this. Deep. Oh, see, oh, yeah, I ought to get you buckets. I'll say no. No, because you, because, because no. what happened no. is, what would have happened is. They would have told me you are the best in the country, and that would have just forced me to find your weakness on defense. So I'd have just studied. Okay, does he drop? Like with me, with Jason Kidd, I only went right to left crossover on Jason Kidd because Jason must have broke his arm, so his arm, what his right arm was crooked like this. Oh. So when I crossed, he couldn't extend the reach. Oh. So I'm, when I did the right to left. I, but and in even high school, though, you weren't studying like but that. But even though I was a left or right guy, but in high school, you got to remember, I'm a guy who my first step was way faster than everybody else's. Oh, yeah. So from there, it's threes or layups. Threes or layups. It was, 
no in between. Which, but also speaking of skill, though, who's the most skilled guy you've seen in, in high school? We can comp it that in way. In high school, most skilled probably R.J. Hampton. We gave us like about forty. Well, you guys, I mean, it's a different game. You guys are more skilled than we were back then. Like you're big. That's what I'm saying. Is like me trying to. You're bigger. Yeah. You know, there was no. Yeah, mo- yeah, I get you. Most skilled, oh, probably already. But I was like, yeah, yeah, because I had like I, I had problems with though. Tito Maddox because Tito Maddox was too big. Oh, you talking about like that? Yeah, he was. Oh, he was like you. He was yeah, chalky. I get you. You know, so you know me trying to get by him, and he's just nah, little dude. Like, <laughs> and I was a little dude, didn't lie, little dude. You know, like I didn't, I didn't bulk up until you know I got into the NBA. Yeah, okay. Yes. Yeah, see, so yeah, that would have. You'd have, you, I mean, you, you probably yeah, would have shut me down. Yeah, I think I would have sat on that. Yeah, you probably, you probably sit on crossovers. <laughs> That's where it hit you with in and out. See, my move was always, my move was in and outs. Well, those so, are easy to read. For me, yes. Yeah. See, for you, see, it depends on what side we're looking for. See, for you, a crossover, depending on what kind of guard you are, you will sit on it knowing that your first step and you're strong enough to get it, hit, yeah. and reach. Me, I'm in and out just to see what you're gonna do. I so I'll come down, shift, and then see if you if you decide to move that way, yeah. I'm gone. If you don't move, I'm gone. So my in and out was more of a I wanna see where he's gonna just move. Just playing with him. Yeah. I so like saying. if you see me again, you just you'll always see me in and out. Yeah. But I I I, I don't know. That'd be cool. I mean, you would have shut me down only because of the era. But if I was, if you took my, if you took me then and put me in the bodies now, oh, bruh, stop, bruh. No. Bruh, stop. I don't know. I don't know. People call me defense, but he's, I I was going, I was up. going straight. I lit some people up too. I was going NBA number one pick, bruh. Like I said, I, I learned most of the players, like the people y'all named, Brendan Hayward, I know all of them off 2K. So it ain't, so I gotta educate myself <laughs> he said more. 2K. Yeah. A different way to learn. 2K. I'm yeah. A, yeah, your guy on 2K not that good. That's why I was asking. Who it? You. What's it? Come here. Huh? <laughs> come again? What, you no, got the you, pink? You got the pink card? Oh, you talking about the diamond? Yeah. That's 2K like 18. You old. That's they don't even have that no more. They don't have that in the newest one. No. People say I'm raw in the newest one. No. No, hey, right, I'm right, right. right. No, yeah, for he sure. Just, <laughs> you just don't know how to use me. Uh, <laughs> like, you must be, he must be passing. You must be passing and then trying to shoot. No, yeah. no, 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 it's just shoot. Like, you just, <laughs> you're just one-on-one. Yeah. One full flat is, has it. I, 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 I guarantee you, me. it has ISO on it. You hit that play, trust me, bro, you good. <laughs> Well, let's uh, get out on this, Gil. Maybe that's the only way you can measure yourself against yeah. Gilbert is on, on video games. <laughs> but that's a great what if. What if the younger Gilbert played in this era? No, I, got, I mean, I got to give it to him on, on, on the high school because, you know, we have to keep the same bodies. 191, that, I mean, he's just massive compared so, to what I was. <laughs> that was high school. We can't wait, Jalen, to see you at UCLA. You. Do your Thank thing. You. Yes, sir. Cook with some home cooking. Yes, sir. It's the No Chill Show with Gilbert Arenas. I'm Mike Botticello. That's Gilbert Arenas. Dylan, thank you again. We'll see you next time.